0: Hello everybody, welcome to ClapperCast episode 92. Today we're trying out something a little bit different, we have a little bit different of a structure. Despite we're talking about I think like 150 new releases last year, we still missed a bunch of the animated films. Um, there's some new animated films, there's some smaller ones throughout the year we missed. So today we're kind of doing a roundup and then we're going to give our predictions for the best animated feature category at the Oscars. But luckily for you, I'm not just sitting here alone in a void. I do have my friends here. I'm going to call them friends this week because I'm nice. We have Paul Price, Alina Falds. How's everyone doing this fine week? Um, I'm great because I just found out that
1: Bud Light has a new hard seltzer called hard soda. Mm-hmm. And it literally just tastes like a Coca-Cola. And you're drinking it and then all of a sudden you're drunk. It is very weird. <laughs> it feels like someone spikes your drink. Um, so, I drank those all weekend while watching some of these terrible movies. Um,
0: specifically, Sounds Rumble. Lit. True. Wow. I was so drunk during Rumble.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I should have been. It
0: talking so, like, Hotel Transylvania 4 already. We'll get there. <laughs> Alina, how are you?
2: <laughs> I am well. Your girl's been thriving this week. I'm employed again. Who would have thought? Like, not officially, officially, but I got my job offer. Um, and now I just got to do a bunch of stuff for, like, paperwork in the government. And then I will officially, officially be employed. But I'm going to be working in a film festival, which is wild to me. Because um, one of their job requirements was a professional demeanor. And if you see my Twitter, I definitely don't have that. So I really conned them.
0: We actually do have to delete all the old episodes, Um, so so keep those while you can. We have to archive them. (laughs) Alina's now professional.
2: Should really put my Twitter on private.
1: It's going to be really funny when they're like, yeah, um, you'll be mainly working with um, our liaison, Gal Godot.
0: You're actually going to be helping her as her assistant throughout the day, so if you could just be really good at Gal.
2: Could you imagine? oh my god
1: we're sending you straight to Italy. Or, we're sending you straight to israel on your first assignment
2: <laughs> i mean it is an international film festival so you know possible <laughs> i'm really if happy we don't
0: get press accreditation to that film festival whatever it is <laughs> let me tell you alina there's gonna be some words
2: it's the international film festival of ottawa it's in its second year <laughs>
0: wow that's actually kind of (laughs) cool yeah so we're improved like so this year we got like Cannes. we got venice next year international film festival of ottawa it's actually it's in march oh
1: actually um side note i did have to spend my own money on sundance um and i'm glad i did because all the tickets immediately sold out for the movies i wanted to see um so i felt very proud of myself for just wasting the $200 $200 or whatever. That Wait, ended what did up you ending. get? Uh, honk, your horn, save a cow boy or whatever it's called. Um, And then Duel, Fresh. I almost got Lucy and Desi, but that was one of those that I was like, it's coming out in a couple months. And I know Fresh comes out literally the same day, but I feel like Fresh might get spoiled and no one's going to spoil Lucy and Desi for me. Um, And that was pretty much it no i got a couple you more got but Cha i can't Cha,
0: right Your boy. no i didn't get cha-cha that's your Wait, boy what? isn't it
1: who's who's my boy
0: uh he directed Shit House.
1: oh i forgot about that one yeah i just didn't care oh
0: <laughs> <laughs> now that's that we're trying we're to give up the podcast, podcast we're like we don't care no
1: no no no, no. Yeah, i i really coming. do like him but um i mainly just grabbed like the horror and comedies like the ones that i knew um because i'll be like trying to watch them like during work basically (laughs) sorry to my bosses (laughs) um but i was like i just need things that like if i miss three minutes of it three four minutes of it it's not like end of the world so anything that was like you know listed as thriller horror action comedy i was like yeah i can do these um when it was like you know an immigrant girl's past comes back to haunt her in this slow-moving, you know, foreign film. I was like, Gal Gadot, nope. the biop. <laughs> <laughs> I love how I know it's Gal Gadot, and yet I still always say Gal Gadot, which is Gal funny Gadot because it's like better. definitely it sounds more correct.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's how. Like, I thought Carson's last name was Timmer for the longest time. <laughs> And then uh, we were on the podcast, and I was like, oh, Tamar. Everyone says
0: Timur. It's like, I hate it. It's Timur. There's an A.
1: Well, it's like Timur and Puma. That's what I always thought it was. <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: Timur and Puma Is that their name? Yeah. No, it's Timon, but I was just like- <laughs> At least you picked the skinny one out of the two, so I'll take it. Well- Let's jump. Speaking of Timur and Pumbaa, famous animated characters, let's jump into animation, why don't we? Um, And Alina, why don't you kick us off? So we have some that we've all seen, some that only one or two of us have seen. And Alina, why don't you kick things off with Hotel Transylvania 4, not starring Adam Sandler, but this is the new one that came out. How did you like it?
2: Uh, yeah, so we're at the fourth entry into the Hotel Transylvania series, plus I think there's at least two short films, maybe one, I don't know, but like, yeah, Adam Sandler isn't in this one, so what's the point? Um, I tried Googling, and I couldn't figure out why he didn't want to come back. I assume he's busy, because he's in that, like, Spaceman movie, right? Maybe he's just busy living his best dramatic life right now. Um, but he's not even an an executive producer this time. I assumed he'd like stay on at that, but he's like not involved at all. Neither is Kevin James. Yeah, Some else someone else is playing Frankenstein. But Selena Gomez is back, Andy Sandberg is back, David Spade is back. I'm sure there's like Steve Buscemi's back. Um and once again
1: Katherine Hahn.
2: You trailer for I forgot about her. Um Johnny, the human who marries Selena Gomez's little vampire Mavis. Uh, they're busy being married. They had their kid in, like, two, two movies ago. Um, and now Drac, formerly Adam Sandler, has, like, a woman who is Katherine Hahn, I think. And he wants to, like, retire. And then he wants to pass the hotel on to Mavis. Um, and then he realizes, oh, my God, if he passes the hotel onto Mavis then freaking Johnny, who's an idiot human, is gonna be in charge of the hotel too, and he just panics and things go wrong. Um, and then Van Helsing is also there, living in the castle, um, and he has like a monster ray, and he turns Johnny into a monster, and then for some reason, they have to find this, like, crystal to change Johnny back into a human. They go on this, like, whole thing through South America, and basically I love how you this sp- whole convoluted plot is them, like, bonding as, like,
1: I'm. I love how the movie Transformania, you skip over the part that all of the rest of the cast also got transformed, but into humans,
0: including Dracula, I the
1: main You're really <laughs> just like you're like.
2: I feel like Johnny is like the key plot here, but you're right. Every, so like Johnny gets turned into a into a monster, and then everybody else gets transformed to a human, and then the Wolfman, who is played by Steve Buscemi, Paul thinks is really hot as a human. And I thought that was a really funny text to receive yesterday. You know, well, it's funny because they
1: keep talking about they keep talking about um the character of like Frankenstein, and they're like, oh my god, Frankenstein's so hot, and I was like um no <laughs> and then the wolf man the was wolf there and i was man. like i get it um <laughs> <Whoa>. um um <laughs> um but yeah it was interesting i think i've seen the second one of these and when i say i think, think i've seen it um either i saw it at a doctor's office or i was over at a friend's house while they had um You know, this like small humans um, that like eat and shit all the time um, and watch these kind of movies. One of those um, I think they had and we're watching Hotel Transylvania 2. So I only caught like parts of it. I remember vividly a sequence of um, them in a gas station. And I was like, wow, this is really boring. Um, So I had nothing connected going into this movie. And actually... I I kind of liked it. Um, It's it's fine Uh, because there was like nothing. um, Like plot wise that I really needed to know jumping in. It felt fresh. I will say that's interesting, Alina. You talking about um, Adam Sandler not being in this. I felt like they had a really obvious way to have him leave the series. When they do the transformation and have him do like. 10 lines but I don't understand why they didn't do that because then it could have been this new actor and then just switch it off but it feels like after this one it's going to be mostly about um, Mavis and uh, Johnny um, mm-hmm. stories because it, it clearly is just like this is the swan song for at least Dracula's character um, I'm sure he'll become like a, a minor character if anything um, but it's, it was interesting to see like, you know, the fourth one where things kind of start like falling apart in terms of like the main cast is gone and all that stuff. And that being my intro to this series is, um, interesting, but yeah, I didn't hate it because, you know, I, I always grade animated movies on a curve and like, I think about, you know, uh, overall enjoyment and I'm like, yeah, you know, I laughed a couple of times. I wasn't annoyed We'll talk about a couple movies uh, that I actually was like livid that I was having to watch, um, you know, so this one, like if a child was like, I want to watch this, I'd be like, sure, that's fine. I'm going to go get drunk, but let's do this.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's nothing like painfully bad. Um, I don't remember anything from this franchise, but I know I've like liked the rest. I think the biggest key here is that the director changed. The previously were directed by the same guy who did like Samurai Jack. I don't remember his name. I met him once when we were both uh, using urinals at Comic Con, so that's my only like experience I with love him. Really, that. that's iconic. Um, but like, I remember enjoying the rest of them. This one was not enjoyable. It wasn't like terrible, but like yeah, super basic, super just like not funny uh the message i mean you know what's gonna happen from the very beginning it's nothing really that interesting like if i was babysitting i would be like oh let's watch something else but i wouldn't like if the kids were like crying i'd be like yeah it's fine like let's just watch it. it's not a big deal uh probably the biggest thing is just like i think the movie kind of fails because i hate johnny i think johnny's stupid he's ugly and like i wouldn't leave him no <laughs> tell so i was like let's go drac but you're not supposed to be on drac's side so that was kind of my main takeaway, I guess. It's just like, yeah, like Drax not doing anything Johnny. wrong
2: here. Um, I don't understand what Mavis sees in him, other than Johnny is so wildly different that it's just like interesting. It's like very much opposites attract because Mavis is like really smart and like put together and like a mother, and then Johnny's an idiot. Like I cannot believe that that man is a father.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's kind of how I felt too. Um, in terms of The the character of Johnny is so annoying. Also, I don't find Andy Samberg particularly funny. So all of that was just like, okay. but um, I loved his design as a monster. Actually, I was very much into it. Um, I loved that they went with something instead of, you know, pulling uh, the one I was thinking that they could have gone with is like Creature from the Black Lagoon or something like that that they haven't done yet. This was like, oh, yeah, it's, um, you know, a little dragon type thing that doesn't really have any connection to, you know, the universal monsters. And so that was fun. And I I, I liked uh, I liked the conceit of how they did the monster ray. Um, I wish they had played the drink a little bit better because, like, why are they drinking water um, to cheers? But I did love that it was in the ice sculpture and it like, melted a little bit and that was why it was after the party all that was like that's clever um yeah and also i didn't mind this guy how different is his voice from adam sandler's is it like significantly different or does he do no, a it's pretty actually good impression?
2: pretty similar like if you didn't know I and mean, you like you were a child you wouldn't notice a difference
1: that's wild that's so cool um i'll have to go back and watch the other ones um Because I didn't hate these and I think these are just like available somewhere.
0: I will say I think I might be being a little kind to this film because I saw it on Prime Video. This was originally going to be in theaters. If I went to the theater for this, I feel like I'd be more mad. But as is a Prime original, like that fits for January. This adds up.
1: Uh, that, That is fair too. I would agree with you there.
0: Okay, so now let's go into some of the smaller ones that only some of us have seen. I might as well start us off with two pieces of adult animation that came out. I wanted this, and we got this with America. Like from America, crazy, right? Uh, Crypto Zoo and the Spine of Night, pretty similar, actually uh both have established pieces of like lore um and both kind of tell their own stories with it crypto zoo is basically jurassic park with a bunch of your favorite cryptos very very fun Uh, but the spine of night really is kind of what got to me i love lore i love stories i love mythology um and this just basically is an original tale of mythology made in 2021 with stunning animation that is violent and bloody but like really really well done and mature um i love this i think if you like mythology the spine of night you need to check out like crypto zoo is fun but it wasn't a standout for me like the spine of night was which i really really appreciate
1: real quick though i do want to say that uh crypto zoo and in general dash shaw's filmography that this and um my entire high school sink to the sea are movies that i constantly am like i want to watch that so bad like i would do anything to watch that and then it releases on streaming and i totally cannot get myself to watch it Um, (laughs) i literally have never watched my entire high school sinking into the sea and when i had first heard about it i was like uh, hyping it up like it was my favorite movie of the year before i'd even seen it and i don't know what it is i think it's just the animation style i think it's just something uh even like in the spine of the night carson that you just mentioned um I went and looked at the animation style and I was like, ooh. Um, I'm such a, um, a whore for good animation styles, um, which is a good segue to Sing Two, another movie I enjoyed that I shouldn't have. Um, listen, Sing Two was a lot of fun. Uh, Sing Two was great. Uh, Sing Two is one of my favorite animated movies of the year. Um, And in general, like in terms of like family entertainment movies, like one of my favorites of the year including live action um i did see it at the premiere to be fair but i also saw it at the premiere where like no one was there Uh, (laughs) Um, like it wasn't like huge stars it was the director and um whoever the elephant plays i wanted to say tori spelling but i know that's not right tori tori kelly oh fuck yeah i was right um so uh yeah so like you know not like all the stars were there. And I just felt so cool. I had like my little bag of popcorn. And, you know, it was during AFI fest. But yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Um, It's basically so i had seen the I was watching the first one in the theater on my phone before the second one played. And I was like, I fucking hate this movie. First one is terrible. It is everything wrong with animated movies. And in general, I found that You know, um, the sequels of these movies always work, especially Illumination. Um, I found that their sequels are more like, oh, we've moved over the pitch, the conceit, the, you know, we've got to check these boxes. And then they just go, what if we took these characters and threw them in a new location? And it always just feels like a little more fun and a little more uh, loose. And that's what I felt with this one. I really like the entire cast. I think everyone can sing pretty well, which is kind of fun. Um, and also Halsey's character. Um, she plays this like wolf who's like a stupid little rich girl who can't act. And she was surprisingly funny and her voice acting was pretty great. Um, I did think it was funny that Letitia writes in there, too, because <laughs> it was like right when I saw it, it was right when all the controversy was happening. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> interesting, um, but now she's vaccinated. I mean, her back healed. (laughs) What do you think, Carson? I know you hated it.
0: No, I didn't at all. I thought it was like fine. Running, running uh, gimmick, I guess, here on with these kids animated films we're talking about. But like, it was very average. I like some of the singing, especially when the gorilla starts singing in the diner. I was like, that's fun. I like that there's genuinely attempted murder. And like they're actually fearing for their lives as people genuinely try to kill them as they're performing a musical. That's very fun. But like, would I ever watch this again? No. Yes. I will say I enjoy the TikToks (laughs) of it because this has become a meme and that's fun. But other than that, can't I really love this one? I like it probably more than Sing. But also, I saw the first Sing on Christmas Day alone in a theater. So that was probably my lowest of lows in my life. So Sing 2 could only go up
1: um alina i think you would actually like this one um you could even skip seeing one um, it's the same yeah. kind of thing
2: i've seen the first one i think like randomly on streaming like a year or two after it came out because i was really in a matthew mcconaughey face but that's all i can tell you about the same one
0: he is great in Sing too i'll say
2: <laughs> good to know maybe i'll get around to it
0: uh Lena, why don't we jump back to you uh, because you love wrestling, and there is an animated wrestling movie that came out, so talk about it.
2: Yeah, so last year we also got this movie called Rumble. It's like a collab through Paramount Studios and WWE Studios. And, you know, considering that WWE Studios is involved with this animated wrestling movie, I thought it would kind of be like, more based in wrestling but it's not at all and you guys are clowning me in the group chat for being like offended by this but it's stupid how are you gonna do a wrestling movie and then make it like pretty much just boxing I hate it um but you know Geraldine Beswanathan I love her if you haven't seen the Broken Hearts Gallery you need to go and find that movie because she's fantastic in that I love her in Blockers I love her in Hala I really like stand her career Um, so I was was glad to see her in flight again, and then Will Arnett plays the monster, um, and basically the plot of the movie is, it's, like, this weird universe where, um, humans and, like, giant kaiju monsters, um, like, coexist, um, and, like, the monsters don't eat people, they just chill, um, and they use the monsters as, like, these big giant, like, monsters that like wrestle each other so there's no like human wrestling it's monster wrestling or maybe there is human wrestling they just never talk about it um and like um the like league is very confusing um because like it seems like they're like real matches they're not like scripted like they aren't like pro wrestling um and like every city in this like weird little fictional country has its own like monster and its own like stadium and then like the other monsters and whatever like i don't understand how this league works it doesn't make sense to me but it feels very boxing based um and like the town that Geraldine was one of this characters from uh her dad was like the big coach and then like him and his monster get lost at sea because i guess they couldn't think of another reason for them to like disappear um oh it's it's fast
1: I was just gonna say it's so funny that whole part as soon as that started I was like oh we're setting up the sequel (laughs) like that's all I could think every time they mentioned it they were like our dads who were lost at sea and might still be alive and then you look and they're like big name actors and you're like okay (laughs)
2: yeah
1: I, Um, I see the plan here
2: yeah so now we're in like the present day and then like the town has this like big monster that's like some tentacle guy who's played by uh terry cruz and then he wins and then he's like peace out little town you guys suck i'm going to the big city so i can make a bunch of money and then now their stadium is under threat of closing because they need to find a new monster and then Geraldine Boswan, his character goes and finds a new monster, and he happens to be the son of the original town's monster. And it's like a whole thing. It's convoluted as fuck. And this movie felt so long, even though it's only 95 minutes. I suffered through this. There's like this uh- whole plot point where um, Will Arnett's monster is just like, he doesn't even like wrestling or like he kind of likes it, but he's also really into dancing. And then he uses dancing to win a bunch of like wrestling. And I was like, why can't this movie be about actual wrestling? I don't get it. I would not show my offspring this. <laughs>
1: um, I, I really could not get over the fact that um, Terry Crews's character was called Tentacular. I know. Um, Which is, so close to testicular and then they made a testicle joke and I was like I oh that was a that wasn't a mistake you guys literally were like we'll name him testac- testicular <laughs> he's oh. a
2: tentacle right
1: yeah God. um you know what I liked some of the voice acting in this um which was very surprising for me not of the main cast I thought all of them were pretty bad but like Bridget Everton Uh, Everett sorry um I mixed her up with uh Taryn Edgerton in my head um Bridget Everett uh as Lady Mayhem who was the toucan like crime boss I was like every time she would show up I enjoyed myself um weirdly Greta Lee and I knew who it was the second she started talking um she just played like random councilwoman who's in like one scene but I was like yep that's her and she's great every single time. like, some of the supporting cast, I thought, had, like, really fun, like, acting. Uh, I even enjoyed Ben Schwartz, who I usually hate in these kind of movies. Um, because I felt like he was a muted version of himself. Which was funny, because this guy is supposed to be, like, crazy and hyped. But it just kind of worked, because he was just a little bit crazy. Um, But, yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's not the... It's a terrible movie, actually. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say it's not the best. No, even rating on a scale, this was terrible. It's so boring. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't like the stuff that Real Effects does. Um, they've done a couple films now, and every time I'm just like, <sighs> which is sad because like they're from Dallas, Texas, and I really want to like support them. But they did like uh, the Book of Life and free
0: birds and things like that, just like really terrible movies. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I was as offended by this film as y'all were. Like I kind of view this in hotel quite similarly where like I would never watch this like, watch this again. But like I don't think it was like such a painful experience. Like this was not a spirit untamed or like a free birds or you know like there's a bottom tier of animation and this is clearly a little bit above that. It's nothing good. I think the biggest thing I'll take away from this, which I've taken away from quite a few animated features recently, is and I, this is gonna sound weird, but stop casting Will Arnett, because I love him, but whenever his voice is very distinct and I just hear Bojack Horseman, and it's really distracting, I just can't deal with his voice. Um, so whenever he's in an animated feature, it just does not work for me. Um, but like, I don't know. I thought the world was kind of fun. Like there's, like there's a big dog, that's fun. You know, the I liked that cool. reference because
2: it was like a reference to the British Bulldog. like there was sure. a few like actual wrestling references that it picked up on, but I feel like there could have been way more and then there's like this whole thing with will Arnett's little monster um about like how he's like living in the shadow of his dad, and so he calls himself Steve, so nobody knows he's like Rayburn Jr, and I know this is a children's movie, and maybe this would go over children's heads. But I thought it would have been, like, actually interesting if they, like, delved into that more, because that's, like, a real thing in real-life wrestling. Like, legacy is such a big thing. Like, there's so many people in, like, WWE that are, like, part of, like, wrestling families or, like, their fathers and, like, grandfathers were in, like, WWE back in the day. Like, Randy Orton, his, like, dad was cowboy bob orton he was like this huge thing and randy managed to make a name for himself but then other people like ted dibiase he tried wrestling for a bit and his dad was the million dollar man and now he's like not involved in wrestling at all so i feel like it would have been like it's such a thing in real life that i wish they had delved into that more instead of just like i don't know fucking around and dancing i don't know this might piss me off
0: I know we don't have video available for our listeners, but just seeing Paul sat down, checked out during this entire segment really makes me excited (laughs) knowing a series that is on the horizon. And if this little bit is this painful for him, like cannot wait for week seven or whatever of that, which I'm not going to say because I don't want to will it into existence, but I know it's coming logically. So
1: I I, I literally like I heard the words coming out of her mouth and I was like, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i ain't listening to all that happy or sad for you whatever that meme is
2: <laughs> sorry that happened
0: i will say i yeah. appreciate that the people behind this film didn't even bother submitting it for the oscars like it came out it's eligible it was eligible <laughs> but they just didn't submit it so sally won't be getting into animated feature if anyone had that on their list hate <laughs> to break it to you and before we go any further, let's hear a word about the sponsor for today's episode. And my friends, that is the star draft. Hollywood's award season is right around the corner, and that means another season of star draft is upon us. Star draft turns Hollywood's award season into fantasy football. You draft actors and musicians, they win accolades throughout the award season. And your team earns points. This year, the Star Draft is hoping to sign up their 1,000th user. And if they do, they're going to give away $1,000 in cash prizes. So join a league today and spread the word. Even we at ClapperCast have a league that you can join on the site's public leagues page. So sign up today. Battle it out with me, Alina, and Paul. Just look up ClapperCast on the website. And that is at thestardraft.com. Once again, thestardraft.com. And may the Anoms be ever in your favor. Why don't we get back into our quick reviews? I will start us off because we had sequels this year to movies I didn't like. Boss Baby 2, Family Business, and Adam's Family 2. Both were terrible. That's, you know, I think Boss Baby was kind of fun. It had some, like, good animation sequences, but, like, wasn't How was good. Amy Sedaris? Speaking couldn't of Bojack tell- Horseman. Couldn't tell you. Don't remember. <laughs> these were like i I watched these both when they came out to be clear so like it's not like i watched them this week but like both were pretty painful like i feel on like you paper, should have rewatched. no i no <laughs> didn't wouldn't do that um both were pretty painful I, like it, on paper it sounds bad in execution it was equally bad so don't check them out don't watch them there's no point paul tried to get us to watch adam's family too but we said no and that was the and right I was move. Like, no, okay, there's a specific the there's one
2: a, and the second one in one week.
0: <laughs> there's a specific reason
1: why I wanted to talk about Adam's family too. Um a uh I remember hating the first one and you know how I feel about sequels. Um maybe I would have liked the sequel. But more importantly, um for some reason when the movie came out, uh they bought a bunch of uh, billboard space in Montrose, California, which is where I live, um, which is right outside Glendale and uh, LA area. And um, then no one else bought the spots. So like we're in January. And every time I go out of my house, I see like 10 or 15 Adams family two, and every time I see it, I'm like, Oh, I should probably watch that sometime. And so I was driving while we were trying to figure out what to do this week. And I was like animation with Adams family two, And they were like, yes animation not adams family too
2: <laughs> i just cannot get behind casting oscar isaac as gomez adams in an animated version that's offensive if you're gonna put oscar isaac as gomez do it in real life i will have nothing less i refuse to watch these movies and boycotting them
0: <laughs> i support this because that means that i don't have to watch any more of them unless i want to um well paul you to be fair you we fire can... alina I mean, True. we'll discuss light. We'll discuss <laughs> off air. Um, but Paul, you still could have watched this this week, but instead you watched another animated feature that I was, didn't expect you to watch, but here we are. Uh, explain yourself. Why did you watch Diary of a Wimpy Kid?
1: <sighs> because I still live at home. Um, <laughs> that's it. Um, for some reason, my dad put it on, and I was like, I don't want to watch this. And he's like, it's 56 minutes. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. Let's do it um i I will say uh this movie has already um fallen out of my brain like wet cake um just like clumps just falling apart to where i can't even really remember what happened in that movie and no i was not drunk i was bored it's different um and like i do remember that they go to like like a huge plot of this is like just going trick-or-treating and I was like expecting a lot more to be like interesting about that trick or treating. I was like, no, this is just trick or treating. Like they tried to shove in some like crazy stuff, but
0: like it feels so muted that uh, it's just trick or treating. Just real um, quick, it, I'm going to assume you have not read the book series.
1: <laughs> no, I know it's from the book series. I read the first one. So I like, but I read it when it came out, what in like um, 1845 or whenever the first one. Uh, by the way, I did not realize that they were still going. Um, and this the guy's really? made like yes, and this guy's made like seventy million dollars off these books, um, which is so weird. It's the sixth highest grossing book series of all time, um, which is really sad because I just assume it's just Carson buying copy after copy after copy,
0: <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> I did we'll like make you number kid. one. I met Jeff kenny <laughs> I like. I love.
2: I also liked them kid. as a kid. I think I read up to whatever the yellow book was. I think it was like Dog Day Afternoon or something like that.
0: That was also my last one, Dog Days. Uh, I thought that was the second one. That's no, Roderick. No, I want to say like fifth one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, um,
2: which by the do... way, Roderick
0: Rules is getting. They're making sequels to this. All like this year, we're getting a Roderick Rules movie. Every year, we're getting a new movie on Disney. I think Plus. they.
1: I think they hundred percent shed. Um, it's bad, but as, like, a special, it's, like, whatever. Um, kids will like it. Uh, but I want to talk about one specific thing that this really freaked me out in this movie. Um, so to keep the animation style, they have the mouths be these black holes. But they're not black holes. They're flat directly underneath the mouth. And I tried to, Im- like, <laughs> visually started trying to imagine what it was like inside their head. And I was like, Oh, it's just skin stretched over black. <laughs> and Every time it what? opens, it like peels back. And I was like, so grossed out. Cause I couldn't, I was like, they don't have mouths. They just have these like, you know, huge black head balls. Um, really just, I was stuck on it for so long. Um, specifically whenever um, the mom would speak was when it really just like got me um animation style is cute though um i hate raleigh i don't know if like he's like a fan favorite or something but i was hoping he would just die and then i found out he's like a major character i really thought this was like you know learning that your friends are really cringy and never hanging out with them side note fun story uh when i was a kid uh i went over to a friend's house um his name was matthew and uh He goes, You want to see what I did this week? And I was like, Sure, Matthew. And he comes out and he's wearing a cardboard robot suit. And I was like, Oh God. Well, that's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and he goes, Let's go door to door and show off my robot suit. And I was like, I'm not doing that. And my favorite line of all time is he looks at me straight in the eye in his robot suit and goes, Paul, stop being so childish. And I still think about it to this day. <laughs> it really upset me. So when his friend walked up, I was like, oh, I know exactly what this is. <laughs> I've been there. But also his costume wasn't that weird. It just like they told you it was weirder than it actually like looked and was. Um, yeah, no, but uh, Raleigh sucks. I hope he dies.
0: It's not too late, guys. Insert a cancer <laughs> arc in that number two. <laughs> Let's change it up. amazing (laughs) Um, as a fan of the series I'll say this book or this film sorry feature film and you can find my full review on clapper.com don't worry is that um, it's fine it's like you know it's like an hour long compilation of highlights of the book it's nothing more nothing less if you've not read the books like I'm sure it's fine if you read the books it's like eh, it's whatever so pretty average let's go to our last main review that we've all seen flea I will quickly start us off. I've talked about this a lot on the podcast, but this is my favorite film of the year, my favorite film of the decade so far. And Paul's going to come on here and give some really bad takes. Just want to give a content warning. Paul's going to be super (laughs) wrong and bad here. Um, But I think this is like filmmaking at its highest form. Truthfully, Um, it mixes animation documentary and it's like, yeah, it's interesting. The animation's kind of wonky at points. I'll give you that. But like, ultimately this is a story of like a real human on their journey. And I think this has the power to like change lives, especially if you like you're someone who might not know a lot about the immigrant like experience or the cross sections of how it can blend with sexuality and different things like that. Like this has the power, I think to offer an honest human, like perspective and emotion and soul on screen to like really change lives and really connect you with this person. Um, and I love it. I think the club scene, the bar scene is like my favorite scene. One of my favorite scenes in all cinema. It gets me right in the gut. I love it. So I don't know. I love the film. I think it's like a masterpiece truly. Like this blows nomad land out of the water. I think Paul might agree on that. We'll see. Um, But it's great. Paul, give your shit take now. Um,
1: I do agree that it changes lives because I was not homophobic before watching this movie. And afterwards I am now
2: (laughs) no longer part of the LGBT. (laughs) 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 Um,
1: (laughs) Listen, um, it didn't help matters. (laughs) Um, no, so i actually was like so excited about this movie mainly unfortunately because carson told me it was good um so i I, dad got the screener and i was like fuck yeah and so i like put it on and it like starts and i'm like i'm bored and then it keeps going i'm like i'm bored and then it cuts to him like sitting with his um boyfriend husband i can't remember um and they kiss And it is the grossest sound I think I've heard in years, and I was like, "Ugh!" And really, I could not get back into the movie after that. I
0: watched the whole rest of the thing, sitting there. And you see a TikTok of the two guys kissing for the professor, and he says, "Get out of the way! I'm gonna vomit." That's the (laughs) deal. No, it wasn't that. It was that they used the sound effect.
1: Which was like this like documentary like it you could tell that they raised up because it didn't work and it was just like (laughs) like you could really hear the lip smack and like I don't know it was at that moment that I remembered that like how this whole conceit was made that it's like shot footage that they like redrew I don't I don't get it I don't understand it Um, and I, I won't acknowledge it. It's bad. <laughs> um, but to be fair, the aspects of his immigration, very interesting. Once that's settled, um, pretty early on, um, and it's just like more of the, uh, I guess, the refugee aspect. And once it moves more to the immigration aspect, I was just, I didn't care. I didn't care about his sexuality. I didn't find his journey hard or particularly difficult or like, Something that I need a documentary for. Um, you know, I'm... Uh, you guys know I love documentaries and you know I love, like, is it a weird, crazy person and, like, I'm seeing something new? Or is this, like... It felt like I'm sitting at a bar and some guy's telling me his life story and you're like, oh, cool. Oh, you're still going. You can't okay. compare Flea to the guy who wrote Bridget of Terabithia. Yeah. You can't do <laughs> Pretty <all>. much <laughs> is the guy who did Bridget of yeah. Um I went... I did not go viral. I went viral under somebody who went viral for a tweet about bridge to Terabithia. And I told the story. We did. Yes. Oh, yeah. Why do you think I brought it? <laughs> you think that was just a random reference. Oh no, no, no. I, I, we That's definitely hard. did not talk about it. I told you at the end yeah. of the podcast after oh, okay, we were I, it doesn't matter. Okay. You can cut it. <laughs> uh, okay. So, cause I know I, I would have had to explain a lot of stuff and I remembered not explaining this. Um, so, yeah, it's just, I get it. I get why people like it, but it's the same thing as Nomadland to me. It's like, you know what? Actually, it is the same problem as Nomadland. It's like truth, but faked. And I don't like that. Give me truth or give me fake. Don't try to pretend this is like something that's like, you know, oh, this is really deep and like. You know, uh, sure, we're like changing things and like making it our own. But remember, this is the truth of the human spirit. It's like, no, y- y- you can't do that. And if you do, don't make it so goddamn obvious.
0: And that's my that's my take on flea. I do. I, I want to that- rewind about 35 minutes when Paul said sing two was really good and just keep this in mind. With <laughs> I, those <comments>. uh, I, <laughs> oh, you know what? I would say that Sing Two is a better film than Flea, and I will
1: stick to that. Um, I really was sad that Clapper didn't have a animation category because I was very excited to send it to you, Carson, and be like, it was going to be like fucking Sing Two, and uh, I left off Luca as well. <laughs> it was like so ready. I had my like five. what a
0: shame I didn't include it. <laughs> wow. Um,
1: I also almost put uh, Hotel Transylvania Transformania. Um, yeah, it was oh one of God. my plans. Uh, just to, you know, really just dig it in there. But I was going to watch Crypto Zoo if that happened.
0: Because uh, Hotel Transylvania is definitely a twenty twenty one film.
1: I don't know what it'll be counted as, actually. Um, <laughs> the year <laughs> the came out, 2022 2022. Oh, it is OK. Well, then never mind. Yeah, although actually, no, because we counted um, last year, we counted some stuff like that. Um, was technically 2022, I think. As long as it was before the awards. If I remember correctly. Because um, I think we did ours late. And it
0: had some extra stuff.
1: doesn't matter. Who's? I don't care.
0: Ours. I thought we oh, did some We did it stuff. in January. Oh, uh, okay. But people still included. It was uh, Last year was a mess due to the Oscars. And everyone just deciding to follow along with the Oscars. Oh, yeah. That's oh. fair.
1: Alina, um, I think you were mid on this movie.
2: I, think, I gave it four stars. I liked it. I watched it at TIFF. I think it was, like, in the early 30s of, like, the amount of movies I watched at TIFF. So, like, by the time I got around to it, I was fucking dead. Exhausted. Struggling to pay attention. So, I remember there were some parts where I felt like it dragged. But overall, I thought it was, like, a really special and unique story. Because you do hear stories about, like, um, queer people and about, like, refugees. But it's not often that those two, like, paths are, like, mixed together. And I thought it was, like, a pretty, like, Interesting and unique way to do it. Um, I've been like thinking of revisiting it. Um, now that I'm not watching 30 movies in one week like I was for Tiff, but I just like I haven't gotten around to it yet. But I, I can like understand why Carson loves it so much. Like, you're just a hater.
1: Hmm. No, there's well, I understand why Carson likes it too, because <laughs> they're queers. <laughs> the straight version of this movie Carson's like it is stupid one star bullshit
2: (laughs) I don't know I thought it was pretty good
0: well Alina why don't you why don't we go to our final round of quick reviews and Alina you have won The Summit of the Gods is on Netflix you watched it what were your thoughts
2: I did watch it Um, you watched it first and then I decided to check it out, um, because I like really enjoy the concept of Mount Everest. Like, I will never climb that, but I'd love to go to like base camp and check it out because I know with like my asthma, I would die on Mount Everest. Like, guaranteed, that would murder me. Um, so like,
1: okay, but quick who... question, isn't that yeah. cool? Like, ultimately, like,
2: listen, wouldn't it be fun you to would like think, <laughs> but. You know how there's like a bunch of like famous corpses of Mount Everest? Like people die and like use them as landmarkers. Like there's green boots. And once you get past green boots, you're like, oh, you're in like the home stretch, blah, blah, blah. I don't remember if it's green boots specifically, but I do remember like that as a specific corpse. And like the fact that your corpse gets like nicknamed about like shit you're wearing, it just, and like you're a marker instead of like a human, I think it's really fucked up. Especially after watching that like Ask a Mortician Girl on YouTube. I just, I don't like that concept. And I think it's, like, low-key evil and selfish. Um, if I ever had a terminal a illness,
0: I would do full makeup and dress like Paolo Gucci. <laughs> I was literally, and I was literally I thinking that now And just stand there, and I'd become <laughs> the Paolo Gucci of Mount Everest. <laughs> I wasn't really just thinking that Alina would be like, here's my request. It's great tits. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, anyway, like... I I really think Mount Everest is really fascinating. So I was really looking forward to finally watching Summit of the Gods. Um and it's like a French movie that's based off a Japanese manga, I think. Um, so that's weird. Um, but like I watch it in English, even though it's originally in French, because I'm like, I cannot be fucked to listen to the French language <laughs> I'm so sorry I can't do it. <laughs> um, but like <laughs> the job was pretty solid on Netflix. Um, and I liked it. Um it wasn't like as good as Carson made it out to be, but i was like this is pretty solid and the animation was pretty unique. Um it reminded me of the like hand movie that France did a couple of years ago. But like it's all right.
1: <laughs> I fucking hated that hand movie from France a couple I didn't of years watch ago. It. So. I loved it. But like so the much.
2: animation styles look similar.
1: i I literally remember watching it with dad and like Both of us were like, can we turn this off? And we are like, no, let's just finish it. And it just kept going. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, um, I have not been a fan of a lot of... Actually, you know what, in general, I feel like... You hate film? Agreed. Animation (laughs) (laughs) used to be, like, uh, films that were, like, fun. And now I feel like uh, the same people that I don't like on film twitter have decided the animation can't be fun anymore and i'm tired of it you know what i'm tired of you people <laughs> like just give me a, <laughs> let me enjoy sing too without telling me like oh no there's this very boring film and nothing actually happens but we will tell you that it's emotionally resonant so you know pretend that's how i feel about most of these movies <laughs> So I will enjoy my crappy mainstream shit. And this is also funny because I hate, you know, most of the Marvel movies, but like I will enjoy my mainstream stuff and I will be happy with it. So you can enjoy your like, you know, they don't win Oscars anyway. My movies win. Encanto will win. Not like fucking Flea.
0: Flea might win best documentary, but um, I hope not. Yeah, you did bring up the one example throughout, I think, the last 20 years that would win an Oscar, so, you know, (laughs) that's fine. Um, I love some of the gods. I was pretty bored by the first quarter slash half, I was like, oh, this isn't really doing it for me. But then very similar to Free Solo, it gets into like a very like interesting character study about like why do you do what you do? What is worth it? And I watched this thing at like to be clear at like 2 a.m. So I was really having like a transcendent like spiritual experience with this film. So I was not on anything though, but to be clear. But I, I really love this. It's one of my favorite films of the year. And I think if you liked I Lost My Body, if you liked Fleet, like if that's your vein of, like, animated cinema, I feel like you're going to like this. If you hated those, I don't know why you would bother. It's, like, just clearly not going to be for you. Because y'all are so Yeah, you'd hate that's this That's what ball. I'm getting at. Yeah, no, I can tell. Uh, I love that Carson was like,
1: if this is not for you, it was like, yes, it is not for me. <laughs> I had it on my list, and as you were talking, Carson, I removed it from my watch list. And there's a reason I didn't
0: even, like, uh, I didn't even, like offer to watch this for the podcast i was like you're not gonna like it
2: <laughs> i mostly watched it because it was on the letterboxd top 100 animation it was at like 60 and that's dropped to 100 so i think it'll drop off soon but
0: so you do have to watch it paul
1: <laughs> no
2: he doesn't know i've been suffering through um. that list i don't want to get canceled so i won't say my opinion but christ that list has been my nightmare
0: uh, my final two are going to be two film. Well, I-, I guess there's not really a good intro for this. My final two gonna are say- going to be
1: two films. <laughs> yeah, Well,
0: really, because I was going to say two films that surprised me. And I guess we can start with the one that surprised me. Ron's Gone Wrong. We like almost watched this for the podcast. And then like last minute, I think we decided against it. And I'm so sad we did because it is fucking great. It is like such a cute, such a fun animated feature that like i was in tears by the end it's just one of those like i think paul you would really like this to really like, get it, it's nothing like it doesn't try to be elevated it's very like a basic kids movie but it's done in such a genuinely sweet way to where, like everything just works it really surprised me um and the other one is Belle, which is not good i'm not a big marmita hosta fan just throwing it out there for anyone who because he's that a everyone, person yeah it's the director. studio oh, okay. <laughs> everyone loves him right everyone thinks he's like amazing i've never really liked his work everyone most yeah, <laughs> in general if you like a, a lot of people love him he's like probably one of the most popular anime directors in like um, outside japan right gross yeah no i agree because he's bad <laughs> um oh i just mean the genre yeah no i know that's what you meant i was just trying to save it um for the <laughs> no if face. you like
1: anim- <laughs> if you like anime you're like borderline embarrassing loser. it'll be a weeboo yeah. <laughs> Enjoy
0: being a virgin.
2: <laughs> Literally.
0: Why do you think birth rates are down so far in Japan? It. Exactly. I thought about that. But...
1: <laughs> and that's why it's infecting ours as, like, Crunchyroll gets more and more popular. <laughs> I bet you could do, a, like... <laughs> this is when Crunchyroll
0: is not added to HBO Max. This is when... <laughs> um yeah no the film's not good it's like a beauty and the beast type thing with like online some of the songs are good but the story itself was really dumb it tries to have like some reveals about like oh who is the beast but it makes it really obvious who the beast is but then he's not the beast and it's just this random person it's not good this is a two-hour film also it's long the animation's not good everyone's like oh my god it's amazing And I don't get how people can look at that and say that about this film, but also I feel that way about most films this year. So, like, what do I know? Bell was shit, though. It was not good. Um, So that is all the reviews for today. Damn, we got through a lot of those, eh? Um, Let's go into our predictions for the best animated feature, because the Oscars... God, the nominations are around the corner. Paul, who do you think is getting in? I don't think this list is very hard to create, but let's see. No, I... (sighs) Actually, no. There
1: is like that weird last spot that's a little iffy. Um, so it's obviously Encanto. It's obviously Luca. It's obviously Mitchell's versus the Machines, um, and it's obviously <laughs> Flea. Um, and then I don't, I don't know. It's going to be something weird this year. Um, I've been like I trying to keep it's up not with cool, like
2: because I don't want to watch it.
1: I don't think it's Bell. He um, did get
0: nominated last time, I will say, the director. What did you do last time? Mirai.
1: Uh, oh, I did not watch that. You wouldn't like it. <laughs> I was too busy having sex. Um, to <laughs> yeah. I-, I thought it was going to be Red Turtle, and I was like, actually, I fucked with Red Turtle. That oh, so fun. good. So good. Um, I saw that at AFI Fest. Um, okay, let's. Let's look. You go ahead, Carson, because I'm going to look at what 2021 animation movies came out this year. Okay, wait, which were, which were the ones you mentioned again?
0: Um, Encanto. Yeah. Luca. Flea. You said Mitchells, M- and you yeah. said what was last that one? That was it. Okay. I didn't. I, five. I'm going to take Mitchells out of the guaranteed. I'm going to put Raya in, because like it's Disney. Obviously, Raya's getting in, I feel. Well. And then, like, I don't feel like Mitchells is that good. It missed that Golden Globes. Like... That's weird. It's very weird because like Lego Movie missed at Golden Globes and then it missed at Oscars. So like I don't think it I think Mitchell's might miss and I think it's either going to be that or Bell probably. And I feel like it might be Bell. I don't know. I think I'm going with Bell out of the two.
1: Ooh, we still have one more.
0: There's like there's five. Yeah. So I've Luca and Oh, uh, uh, Raya. Raya. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I keep like, forgetting that movie existed. That's true.
0: I wish I could. <laughs>
2: um I feel like it's gonna be Encanto Mitchell's Fleet Luca Raya. That seems like the most obvious.
1: You know what? I could also see um if people watch it, I could see Ron's gone wrong go in. Um because I do think that like it was on Disney Plus and there's like, you know, a certain amount of like oh it does exist i think um, it's on
0: both disney plus and hbo max which is kind of strange
1: um sing two could also uh surprise i'm looking right now at varieties and um they have uh raya is number five and then sing two ron's gone wrong bell my sunny mod um, have either of
2: you watched Globes? that yeah no. that's why i asked i didn't want to see it because it looks interesting. The little characters look
0: really adorable. Okay, so I'm going Bell. Alina's going Mitchells for that last spot. Paul, are you going well, Raya or Bell? I guess? Or Ron? or What are you going with? I'm
1: going to go... I'll go Ron. I'll go Ron. Um, so you have Mitchells and Ron both getting in over yeah. Raya? Okay. Because I, I think that um, you're going to look and you're going to go click. Because um, I don't know if you guys know how the animation thing is. You like have a big list and you click and then it shows on the side um and usually it says the studio and i feel like they're gonna look and they're gonna go well, that's a lot of disney and i feel like they'll click the one that they don't really remember which will be raya off and then um shove something else in <laughs> and i think it could be like you know ron's gone wrong or sing or what have i heard that's supposed to be good because here's the truth guys paw patrol? people that vote
0: I, I if wish. it was paw patrol
1: i would cheer <laughs> <laughs> pop patrol isn't even like in the list of like potentials w- it yeah be. it's like it's in the it's on the unranked list at the bottom it's so sad I
2: was, i'm looking at that Tragedy. same list and i forgot that we watched vivo with the fucking kinkajou played by lin Mel. oh
1: my gosh um yeah <laughs> no i forgot about that i also forgot about wish dragon <laughs> there's just a lot of movies that like came out this year and animated that's the thing like i don't love trash animation it's just sometimes when it's if it's interesting i will allow it to be stupid <laughs>
2: i just feel like it's just not as strong for animation
1: agreed <laughs> if it's interesting yeah. i'd al- i'll allow it to be stupid which is just like the clapper cast motto <laughs>
0: <laughs> i think you're gonna win though paul i think a canto is pretty much locked in to win but
1: Oh yes, and it will, and I will cheer. Um, but what's gonna suck is win. when it wins, they're gonna fucking play dust or uh dust oragitas instead of like playing pressure or something. It's so mm-hmm. lame.
0: Isn't it funny how they could have just said like we don't talk about Bruno, just submit that, and they would have won that category.
1: Oh yeah, Wild. easily. <laughs> um, and Billie Eilish wouldn't be so goddamn close to an egot at like. Eleven or however old she is, I do like her song though, <laughs> so
0: I'm positive on that front. No least. time to die. The Bond oh, songs gosh, yes. always
2: win. We definitely have to do um an Oscar reactions like immediately after again,
0: oh yeah, but this time we're all gonna be drunk, not just, fall. <laughs> <laughs> I also will not I'll be that my drunk uh, I was so annoyed because I knew that uh... <laughs> Paul. Let me tell you, when Coda wins Best Picture, you're gonna be jo- We're gonna be doing some shots. Oh, yeah. Looking at the films this year, Except- we're gonna get so drunk. <laughs> oh no! Um, the funniest part, though, is that I'm gonna be able to
1: scream. Jessica Chastain is the eyes of Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole Kidman is
0: being, being the Ricardos. <laughs> no, is not being the Ricardos.
1: <laughs> is not being the Ricardos.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. I do love seeing, as someone who likes that film, seeing everyone else hate it and be mad at its existence because, like, I feel validation because I felt that about everything that they loved this year. So that's good. Oh, yeah.
1: No, it's so funny. Um, Yeah, it's been a weird time for me <laughs> looking at people they're like these movies are bad and these movies are although i'm seeing people come around on uh Chastain and yes. eyes of tammy face slowly and i'm like yes do it continue they're like it was actually just like can't be fun and i'm like yes and
0: exactly. they're turning on stewart and they're turning on stewart's chances oh, like we said for you. months by the way <laughs> <laughs> it, is so- it debuted we said that was gonna happen <laughs> yeah i know uh, especially when we were like,
2: God shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like how last year we all said anthony hopkins was going to win for the father and then look what fucking happened
1: guys actually you know what's funny talking about that um is i when i look at your um prediction for like Kristen stewart missing i thought you were insane and then i was like you know but maybe and then it happened and i was like mm, yeah there we go
0: well, I think that's going to do it for our animation special episode, whatever this is called. Why don't we go ahead and give our recommendations for the week? Uh, Paul, it can be something you talked about today. It could be something else you watched. I know you love Diary of Wimpy Kids, so I wouldn't be shocked if it was that. What is your recommendation this week? So um,
1: my recommendation for this week is going to be Bud Light Hard Sodas, Um uh because it gets you through a lot of these movies (laughs) Um, and no like i was I, i have been really struggling to watch movies um starting back at the first of the year um i always do a thing where it's either books or movies that i like suddenly get interested in this time it's puppies but um before it was books um which i was like i finished like three books in a week and i was very proud of myself um i'll get back into movies but right now i'm just like i i i got tired i haven't even finished cyrano <laughs> like that's how bad it is i'm sure that you're, uh one of the weak. um i got about halfway through it and i was like this is boring and i hate this so i turned oh, it off
0: i, that's I see i, I think i like it I loved it but that's okay. i
1: think i'll like it in the back half but like <sighs> it's a lot anyway so that that was the movie that kind of killed me for watching movies for a while <laughs> <laughs> but these animation movies got me all spicy again. So we'll see.
0: Okay, Elena, do you have a film that you're recommending this week, or do you have an <laughs> alcohol? Uh,
2: I don't drink alcohol, <laughs> person. I'm a chaste little girl. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I do have a recommendation. I have once been. Oh my god, words! I have once again been tackling the letterbox stat list. Um, so this week, I finally watched um, Denny Villeneuve's Incendies in Sandy. I don't know. I'm tired of speaking French words, but I love Denis. Um, and I knew that this movie was good. And I knew that there was a twist, but I didn't know what the twist was. And it shook me to my core. Um, and then after I finished watching it, I was chatting with my best friend about it because she like majored in English in university and she read the play and then watched the movie. So we had a really fun discussion about that. And I thought it was like this really fun movie about like immigration and war and sad stuff. Um, it's a bit slow at points, but overall it's very, very good. And the ending will shake you to your core. So I really recommend watching it. It's one of uh, Villeneuve's best. I need to finish the rest of his filmography.
0: But... It's a banger. What do you have left from his filmography?
2: I need to watch Sicario and Enemy and Blade Runner, but I don't want to okay. watch Blade Runner. Um, and then his like older movies, like the French ones.
0: Paul, the uh, so I have
2: like the th-
0: I have the three big it. ones oh. left. Well, I don't okay, like so the, I original the
2: original
0: one. Gosh. Yeah, I imagine you'd hate it, Paul. Like, I was just curious. No,
1: about I literally so. was about to say, um, uh, so I watched the original Blade Runner in preparation to watch the new one and I was like, No. I did the exact
2: same thing. And I love Harrison Ford. So I had such high hopes and I was just sitting there and I had a fever that night. I watched it and I was like, I can't do this. This is miserable. Maybe I watched if I watch it, it in a movie theater, watched- but God.
1: I watched it twice in a row. Because I watched it and I was like, "No," but didn't they say a different version is better? So I watched that version. And I was like, "Also, no." <laughs>
2: <laughs> Me with Kingdom of Heaven. Honestly, um, fuck you, Ridley
1: Scott. But uh, <laughs> fucking Sicario is my favorite of his. Okay,
2: um, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna watch that or Enemy in it this week.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> it's good. Well, my recommendation is gonna be Robert Zemeckis' The Polar Express. Um, I rewatched this this week Ooh. since not seeing it as a child. This is the first film I ever saw in theaters. And I thought it was like bad. And I rewatched it. And I was like, wait, this movie fucks. It is so fucking good. Um, I was amazed. I sat in awe. And I know both people on the call right now are giving me eyes like, what are you talking about? I don't know if you just haven't rewatched it recently, but this movie is so imaginative. It's so inventive. Like this train is just like this weird train with ghosts hanging around. And like, it's just cool. Like it is so much fun. Maybe it's just nostalgia, but like I loved the Polar Express. And if you haven't rewatched it recently or you think it's shitty, rewatch it. It's pretty That's great. It's
2: mid I, anyway.
1: Yeah. Also, um, I do really enjoy... <laughs> Uh, the Polar Express, but I enjoy the um, live-action remake Snowpiercer better. Okay. <laughs> Film art. <laughs> Film connoisseur. Okay.
0: I assume you mean the television show, actually. I'm just going to take it like that, because that's oh, funnier. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that's going to be it for this episode. Also, mine was animation, which is on point for today. So really, I think I have the best recommendation. Now can that you
1: call uh, that animation? <laughs> can you really? Barely. Whatever that is. <laughs>
0: it's something. It's not real, so. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> well, that's going to be it for this episode of ClapperCast. Where can we find everyone on social media? Paul. At
1: Price Tag on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. Alina.
0: I
2: am at Alina Foulds on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd.
0: You can find me on Twitter at BP underscore movie reviews. Letterboxd just Carson Tamar. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week to discuss all things cinema because we have new episodes every single Wednesday. Write us an email at clappercast at gmail.com and tell everyone why I have the best opinions compared to these two. Goodbye.